friends, to the Battle for 1600, your central location for all information, MAGA, MAGA 2.0, phase two of America First, with my co-host, former special assistant to the President of the United States, former strategic advisor to the Trump 2020 campaign, Boris Epstein. We call him the Baron. Baron, we have so much to talk about in so little time. I want to talk about what I did last night at a fascinating uh, fundraiser for candidates here in Virginia. But first, the biggest news that we have to talk about it looks like and you were on the battle you were on the battle territory the battleground last year it looks like the audits are starting to shake something out of the trees well i call it the freight train of audits right and we, <laughs> and and, uh, and this the program is battle for 1600 and and it, part of it is battle for election integrity right and you're on a great group of, for election integrity and you've been a warrior for it i remember us speaking at those rallies together yes. in washington dc which was uh you know both vital but also so fun walking on a beautiful fall day from uh you know by the white house toward the supreme court and 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 speaking there and what we're seeing in arizona uh, you, you know they're they're double checking the numbers but i'm hearing really really significant discrepancies in arizona both on the amount of ballots missing and on that on databases being you know, missing, removed, replaced. Chain of custody. Chain of custody issues. And Georgia is just an overwhelming mess. So this is what, I, what, what are you hearing? Because what I'm hearing is that there's lots of moving parts, but the thing that's going to blow first is Georgia, that there's going to be incontrovertible evidence of wide-scale fraud or simply the inability to verify a chain of custody and, and voting logs. Is, is it now, is the center of gravity shifting towards Georgia? I think, you know, Arizona is extremely important because this shows that the pro- the process works, right? The audit process has been visited. People are talking about how squared away it is, how buttoned up it is, and the result will be very important. Georgia is really the hottest epicenter right now because of all these revelations, including that, that horrible rhino, Secretary of State Raffensperger, knew, he knew about all these disasters in Fulton County. And, and by the way, when we speak of Fulton County, Let's be clear. That's Atlanta, right? That's the Democrat machine of Atlanta. So, you know, people think, oh, well, where's the county? Somewhere in the burbs. No, that is that's Atlanta. So Raffensperger knew about the chain of custody problems, the 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 people really unknowns being around the ballots, talking about wanting to mess with the ballots, saying it in much more much more colorful language. Let's put it that way. So. Georgia is really a hot epicenter right now. There's no two ways about it. It's it's a major, major, major problem. And then Pennsylvania, I think I'm hearing there's going to be significant action in Pennsylvania, potentially subpoenas coming out as soon as in the next week. Uh, if if uh, you weren't listening to the radio show America First, please check out the letter from the Attorney General of Arizona to Merrick Garland. It is a stunningly good letter. I rarely, rarely a good letter in which he, he basically fires a shot across the bow of the Biden administration and he says, I'm hearing that you want to send, the Department of Justice wants to send federal officers to Arizona to look into our election audit. And he's right. saying, don't you dare... And he said, fabulous, the best line. Basically saying, if you send feds here, I'm, I'm, they're going to leave in, in handcuffs. He said, right. let me remind you, Attorney General Merrick Garland, the states 
created the federal government, not vice versa. So um, we, we're seeing, uh, you know, we, we're seeing that, that it hotten up. If uh, the, the, the relationship between the states and the Biden administration, it's getting very interesting, isn't it, Boris? It's very interesting. And, and here's another part that's, you know, very telling. The Attorney General Bronovich, he is not a MAGA fire thrower. This is somebody who's effectively a member of the establishment, but he's coming in hot and saying, hey, you come at us, come on in, but you're leaving in handcuffs. Very, very interesting. And and I think that is going to be resonating all across the country, right? As this freight train of audits, as I referred to, it moves on and on and on. Georgia, Pennsylvania, I've got to be looking at Wisconsin. We're just in the audit that, that was conducted by the Trump campaign, Sebastian. They, they found over 200,000 unlawful ballots in Wisconsin alone, right. and the difference in Wisconsin was only twenty thousand between Joe Biden and President Trump. So, yeah. this is a fascinating time. You know, the people say, "Oh, isn't this undemocratic?" No, the very opposite. This is what democracy is all about. The American people deserve, want to, and deserve to know what truly happened in twenty twenty. That's the only way we could truly move forward. And the Democrat, especially the the media establishment, are, are going oh, crazy, crazy, losing their minds. <laughs> Losing their well, absolute. Uh, uh, what have they got to hide, Boris? That's the big question. If if they're so confident that everything was done perfectly on the up and up, this was the cleanest election of all time. Great, love it, wonderful, awesome. Let's do the audit. Make it a bipartisan audit. Have some fun. But they don't want to. The the mainstream media, the Democrats, big law, big tech, all combining against it. And but you know what? It seems like. The, the MAGA populace, right, the MAGA movement is pushing against it hard enough and making it happen. That's why we're seeing the results in Arizona, but we're seeing what's happening in Georgia, Pennsylvania, and across the country. All right, let's talk about what I, I witnessed last night. I, you know, I, I'm, not, oh, I'm not super excited about um, formal events and fundraisers, but sometimes you do it, you just do it for, for buddies, uh, and there's a great, great... Uh, a veteran from Iraq, a U.S. Army colonel, uh, blown up, lost a leg, and then uh, decided to run for the Senate, Daniel Gade. Uh, he, he, he lost last year in Virginia, but he received more votes than any other Republican Senate candidate. So God bless him. And so he says, I'm not going to give up. He's launched Good. a new new pack called Same Mission. So the, his original slogan was Same Oath, uh, no, Same Oath, New Mission. Now he's created a pack called New, new Mission. And here, his logic, and this is why I want to run it past you, very interesting. He says, uh, we've got this interesting uh, candidate for governor, uh, Republican governor in Virginia. And he said, it's not enough if he wins, because you can be a governor, but if the state house in, in, state yes. house in Richmond is still in the hands of the Democrats, well, he can sit there being all governory or whatever, but it's not going to make much difference. So he's created a pack to find other citizen politicians like himself to take back the house in Richmond. And we raised maybe $70,000 in one night yesterday in this person's house uh, to help the, the governor have people who have his back in Richmond. And I think th this trickle-down MAGA, Mark. where it's not just presidential rallies or, or big Senate races, I, I think this could be the future, Baron. Well, listen, uh, first of all, I think the word governory is wonderful. We should make sure that gets <laughs> added to Webster's, okay? 
Uh, and as it's you know, as always, we're we're bringing the new and the updated to the to to the folks. Uh, I agree with you 100%. I've I've long thought that state legislatures are some of the most important elections we have in this country, and also where Republicans tend to do the best, which tells you just how center right this country really is, right? Because I I believe we, we control a large majority of state legislatures across the country, yes. and that's another reason why in many states. Article two of the Constitution was broken and and was violated by Democrats in this last election because because it's the state legislatures that actually control how presidential elections are held in the, in the states. So that is why movements like the one you're talking about are so important because that is the way to write our elections as well to give our governors the power that they need to be backed up by legislatures, but also to make sure that our elections are handled correctly and properly by having majorities in the state houses, state senates, state assemblies. How significant is it that in a matter of days, President Trump is going to start his rallies again, Boris? Very significant. Very, it's major. He's going out to Ohio, and then he's going to go across the country. I, I think there's going to be a wave of these. Uh, I, you'll, you'll see them... Uh, you know, really galvanize the movement. That's what it does. It'll help the candidates that are true MAGA candidates, like Max Miller, who's who, you know who's going to be part of the first uh, rally there in Ohio. Max Miller, a former colleague of ours, uh, you know, I think he maybe had come to the White House after we left. But then I was I was a you know all of us worked in the Trump administration. I think I considered colleagues, right? We're all brothers and sisters in arms. And then Max was amazing on the campaign. I worked with him there in 2020. Truly great guy, thoughtful guy, and someone I'm supporting, and I'm, I've been public about it. So yeah, now he's running there against Anthony Gonzalez, who's, you know, used to be a strong uh, Republican member, but then sort of went off the rails, voted for impeachment, has been pretty solidly voting now, more, you know, kind of center-left, than, than MAGA conservative. We just can't have that. This is too important of a time for us to not have true, strong MAGA conservatives, both in the federal, state, and Senate, and as we mentioned, in the, in the, in the state level uh, House and Senate, federal House and Senate, and state House and Senate. So, uh, yeah, I think these rallies are going to be major. They'll be major for candidates. Candidates are clamoring for the president to, President Trump to come to their states, and it's with good reason because he brings support. He brings, you know, galvanization. He brings energy. And it's everything we've come to know and expect from uh, President Donald J. Trump. And also, I think it bodes very well for 2024. Last question, because you know all of these races. Who is or who are the, the most underdog who need to be watched, who need to be helped? Who are the candidates? That There are some. I mean, it's looking surprisingly good uh, in Virginia uh, for Yunkin. Where, where are the races where you're a little bit concerned and where we need more donations or, or maybe more attention and guests on, on the radio show? That's very interesting. One race that, that I've been focused on and, and I am helping in is Doug Wardlow is running for attorney general in Minnesota against Keith Ellison. I know Good. you had him on the show. Good. I, yes. I, yes. I think that's vital. Keith Ellison is a truly bad guy. He's against he's he's not just against MAGA. He's truly against he's America. A, he's, he's just a nasty person. He's just a nasty not, person. Exactly. And then you look at his personal history, the the abuse of a significant other, and then the, then the paddling around with Farrakhan. Just not a good person and not someone we can have continue to rise in American politics because he's running for attorney general of Minnesota. Again, you know that's a stepping stone to either going, going maybe to the Senate yep. from Minnesota 
or go, you know, the governor's mansion in Minnesota. We just cannot have that. And Doug Borlo is a good man, fellow Georgetown uh, graduate, just like myself, a lawyer, smart guy, somebody who's helped Mike Lindell, um, you know, on the business side. Just a really good, good, you know, good American who stands for American values, stands for law enforcement. He's going to be doing some pro, pro law enforcement events. So I think that's a very, very interesting race that we should we should be keeping an eye on. The race in Ohio is very interesting. You know, that that one splintered for the Senate. You've got a lot of good candidates. Bernie Moreno's there. Josh Mandel's there. Jane Timken's there. Uh, Gibbons, the very interesting race with a lot of candidates President Trump has not weighed in on yet. But, uh, you know, it, it also proves to you how many MAGA candidates there are. Yes. And, and how deep are MAGA benches. And I'm very, very proud of that. Pennsylvania, another example, Jeff Bartos running for the Senate there, as well as uh, Sean Parnell, obviously an American hero. Also two two good, strong candidates. So lots to be, uh, lots to be discovered still. But in 2021 now, you've got the Virginia race, Glenn Youngkin endorsed by President Trump running for, Virgi- for for governor against Terry McAuliffe, old school Clinton operative Terry McAuliffe. And then New Jersey, you got Jack Citarelli won that primary and now he's going up against uh, Murphy in, in New Jersey. So those are two those two races happening now as well, of course, a gruesome newsome recall in <laughs> yeah. California. Exciting times, so much to cover. That's why we have retooled this. It's the Battle for 1600, your central, central point for all information, MAGA, the races, the personalities, and updates on what the president is doing. Uh, Subscribe, share, give us a review, and don't forget to also check out the president's new center, 45office.com. Boris, have a wonderful weekend. You too, my friend. Good Shabbos. Enjoy some cigars. I had a great Cohiba last night. <sighs> and uh, you know, I, I plan to partake going forward. And happy Father's Day. Yes. You're a great dad and, and, and really an example to all of us fathers. Good for you for remembering. Happy Father's Day. I'm Sebastian Gorka. You've been listening to me and Boris Epstein.